0: Hi, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile here, back with another podcast review of the brand new movie, Fantasy Island. Actually, it's Bloomhouse's Fantasy Island. When I first saw the trailers for this, I'm like, okay, that's an interesting idea to take the Fantasy Island idea and make it a horror movie. Uh, they should have got a better director to make a horror movie, but it turns out he has made some horror movies, so there you go. First of all, this is not a great movie, but I was entertained. Take that for what it's worth because it's getting savaged by critics. It's about 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. But there are a couple people that like it. Jeff Wadlow directed this movie. His first movie was Cry Wolf. He directed Never Back Down, Kick-Ass 2, and Truth or Dare. None of these movies got good reviews, but all of those movies made money. Even the terrible Kick-Ass 2 made three or four times its budget. So... I. I was The crux of this review is going to be, how does a failed director keep getting jobs? Well, directors are not always judged on how good their movies are. They're judged on how well the movies do because... Well, let's put it this way. Hollywood wants to make money. And if a movie makes money, that's considered a success, no matter what the critics say about it. All of us podcaster, all of us YouTube critics can go on there and say, this is a terrible movie. But if the movie makes money, the producers are going to consider it a win. So um, that took all the air out of my review. I was going to talk about how bad Jeff Wadlow was as a director, but all of his movies have made money. He made Cry Wolf for like a million dollars and it wound up making like, 30. Some of his movies Truth or Dare was made for pennies and made almost 100 million dollars. The dude has made movies that make money. This movie was made for 7 million dollars and it made 5 million on opening day. So it's going to make its money back and probably going to be considered a success. And I will say there's some aspects to this movie that are a great success. They had a very ambitious idea to take the fantasy island idea and I had forgotten there was a remake with Malcolm McDowell. I'm talking about the original Ricardo Montalban. I never watched the remake because it didn't last long, and I just thought a remake was a bad idea in the 90s. Think about it here in 2020. But I did grow up watching shows like Love Boat and Fantasy Island, and... I always wanted Fantasy Island to be a little bit more lost. It never really got into the supernatural aspect of how does he pull all this stuff off. Well, the movie, on the other hand, I will stay mostly spoiler free. The movie wanted to be an adaptation of Fantasy Island with a horror twist. And if I were the director, there's a few things I would have done differently. A, Michael Peña. I love him as an actor. I think he's great. I don't think he was Mr. Rourke. Although, the role he was given and how it plays out by the end, he did great with it. And okay, I understand now. But when they were advertising the movie, I'm like, him? He's going to take over this role that Ricardo Montalban made famous? And, well, and Malcolm McDowell, but I wasn't thinking that. But Maggie Q is in it, Lucy Hale, Portia Doubleday, Jimmy O'Yang, Ryan Hansen, and didn't even see this in the trailers, Michael Rooker is in this movie. So, again, they had a great idea, and it's arguably an incredibly ambitious film for $7 million. They filmed in Fiji. They went back and did reshoots last summer. The idea is just like the old TV show. Five people go to the island to live out some fantasies. And the rules are, you get one fantasy, and you must follow it to its logical conclusion. Enough said. Uh, there's a guy who never enlisted in the military for reasons you'll find out later. He promises mommy wouldn't, and you'll find out why. And he wants to be in the military. That's his fantasy. Uh, another woman said no to a proposal. And five years later, she wishes she had said yes. Um, there's a couple of brothers who just want to, for once in their lives, have everything, money, women, power, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, um, And then you've got a girl who was picked on in high school who wants to get back at her tormentor in high school. These are all good ideas. And they all start these very interesting, and how do they pull this off, fantasies, where they begin to learn things about, you know, don't wish for things that you didn't do. Don't, you know, be careful what you ask for kind of morals that you always get in a fantasy island TV show. That is the best thing about the movie is they fully embrace the TV show idea. All of them tend to go badly. And as the movie progresses, there's a reason for that and how everything is kind of tied together and everything becomes something bigger by the end of the movie. I certainly didn't see coming and it was Arguably very, very ambitious. Probably a little bit more ambitious than maybe the director could handle or the budget could handle. But the movie looks fantastic. I saw it in a Dolby Cinema, an AMC Dolby Cinema that was... I mean, the f- film looks incredible in Dolby Vision HDR, which is comes with a Dolby Cinema. The Dolby Atmos surround sound was great. I mean, the movie looks and sounds tremendous. And I will say that it was a pretty packed house on a Friday night. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. So it was interesting to come out and look at the reviews and they're down to like 9 or 10% on Rotten Tomatoes because I was entertained by the movie. There were places where some of the acting was just okay. I mean, people like Michael Pena and Maggie Q, do fan- they're fantastic in the roles. Really good. There's a couple of others that you're like, uh, okay, well, you know, I-, I can see why they picked him or her, but I would have done something a little different here. But again... In the second half, especially the final third, it becomes really, really ambitious. they had a great idea here with a with solid twists. It became very much a Bloomhouse type film. If you've seen many of their movies, um, Bloomhouse, Jason Bloom has a great idea to take small budgeted movies and make them hits almost every single one of the Bloomhouse movies no matter how good or bad they are make a lot of money and some of them have turned out great like Upgrade that was a movie from a couple years ago that if you've never seen it is a sci-fi thriller that is 10 times better than it deserves to be because it is a B movie but it is incredibly well made for the budget they had and it's interesting presents interesting ideas and executes things very interestingly I don't think Jeff Wadlow, although he did an adequate job, things tend to get a little jumbled in the second half of the movie. And I've seen reviews where people call it confusing. People are calling it contrived. The whole idea of Fantasy Island is a bit contrived, that you can go to an island and they can recreate pretty much any situation from your life. At least the movie has some reasoning behind it why this happens. You get to see why Fantasy Island does what it does and how it does what it does. There is a, you know, there is whether or not that's a logical reason and why it's there and all that is not completely explained, but you do get how it kind of works. And that's something we never got in the original TV show. You just, you know, you just assume that somehow Ricardo Montalban made these things happen. But this is not the best movie I've ever seen. It's not the worst movie I've ever seen. I would not run out and pay, I mean... Thankfully, I'm an A-list member. I didn't have to pay $18 a ticket to see this movie. That being said, I wouldn't mind renting it. It would definitely be a good stream at home. It's, it's a fine-looking film. It's well-acted. It's not badly directed. It just could have been done better. And like I said, he and the two other screenwriters, Jeff Lodlow and the two other guys that wrote it, had a, some really grand ideas that they just had a hard time pulling off by the end. Didn't quite stick the landing, yet the very end, like the last two minutes, not only leaves it open for a sequel, but was actually pretty well done. And unlike some bad movies where things just happen out of left field, hints are dropped all the way. I mean, I didn't completely figure everything out, but. I knew something was coming that was involving this and that because they show you some little things along the way. So it's, everything's there, like a good mystery. All of the clues are somewhere in there. But that being said, this movie is getting savaged by critics. Uh, a lot of people are going to walk out of it and go, that was a crappy movie. But it depends on what you want out of it. Do you want a hour and 49 minute long version of Fantasy Island that has a dark twist to it? It executes that idea pretty well, especially the first hour. It feels like Fantasy Island. It's all the fantasies, all of what the people want, all of what the people start to learn is very well done. And like I said, for the most part, great acting. Some decent writing, although I can't get into spoilers to tell you why parts of it weren't very well written or very well acted. But long story short, It's an entertaining diversion, and some people will hate this movie. Most people will walk out and go, eh, you know, it was weird. It was was interesting. And it is wide open for a sequel, and I honestly, if they would hand off this idea to somebody that has a little more flair, I wouldn't mind a sequel. I wouldn't mind to see the next episode of Fantasy Island, to be perfectly honest. I don't think it deserves these cat-like reviews. Cats was horrendous. I mean, and no, I didn't sit through the movie, but... Watch, just watching the trailers, I knew it was something I didn't want to see, and it was a bad idea to begin with because some Broadway shows just don't translate, and especially making people into cats and they look like nightmarish creatures, it just, you know, anyway, long story short, I don't think this deserves all the Razzies that it will probably get because, again... I like a movie that tries to do something different, that has a great idea. Maybe they didn't fully execute it correctly, but they were really ambitious in what they tried to pull off, especially in the second half. And parts of it, are, they're very successful at. I, maybe the movie could have used a little bit more tinkering behind the scenes. Maybe they could have tightened up the first half to to more point to the second half. And it's not really scary for its marketing materials to come across as a horror movie. There are some jumpy things that happen in it and some evil things that happen in it, but it's not real scary. And if they would have gotten rid of the PG-13 rating and let the violence happen there are some very violent things that happen in the movie that either happen off screen or off camera or cut away real quick and you don't see how horrible it really was that probably would have helped add a more nightmarish flavor to what's supposed to be a horror movie version of fantasy island i would just call this it's an adaptation of fantasy island with some dark twists and leave it at that again it would make a good rental or a good stream. I don't know that you have to run out and see it in the theater, but if it sounds like your cup of tea, go enjoy it on a good screen. It's a pretty movie. It was shot in Fiji. The, everything looks great. It just didn't all come together for me, but I didn't hate it either. It's not a bad movie. It's a good idea, not fully executed well. There you go. Fantasy Island, it's playing now. It was made for seven million dollars. It will make all of its money back this weekend. It will make more money on streaming and and Blu-ray when it eventually comes out. And I hope it was done on a 4K DI because there wasn't a whole lot of special effects and it would look the the locations would look incredible on a great TV. So there you go. Fantasy Island, the Bloomhouse version of Fantasy Island. I am hoping for a sequel that improves upon the ideas from the first one. It could be done if it was done well. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Got a couple more reviews I'm going to be posting up for you. Thank you very much for checking out the podcast. I hope you have subscribed. I hope you check out the Patreon page. And I hope you have a great day. Thanks for listening.